Hey, what's going on, good people? Welcome back to an episode of Training Well Done with your host, Coach Donald. I know it has been quite some time, people. A lot has happened over here at Global Human Performance over the last several months. And quite frankly, I just haven't been able to podcast. Um, hopefully you got to enjoy those episodes with Mark Metzka on the recruiting end. But those were, were recorded months ago. I just now, that episode was recorded months ago. I just decided to chop them and upload them. Because he's coming back here to Global Human Performance to talk about college recruiting. He is going to be here on Tuesday, April, not April, God, August 23rd at 10 a.m. August 23rd at 10 a.m. So he'll be back for that. So you want to stay tuned for that. But um, other than that, we are, as of the now recording at this moment, at our new gym. Yes, people. If you haven't been around, if you're not following me on the internet or on the newsletter, which you should totally sign up for the newsletter. If you go to www.ghperformance.com, just scroll to the bottom, sign up for the newsletter. Or you can also just go to my Instagram and sign up for the newsletter. We opened up a new 2,800-square-foot facility in Point Breeze. It features a lot of open space. It's very similar to the space that we have currently right now, well, that we had <laughs> in Wilkinsburg. It's four times the size. So we had 700 square feet at our Wilkinsburg place. We are at 2,800 square feet. Same setup, 1,400 turf. 1400 of you know weight we got brand new equipment from torque fitness shout out to torque fitness Ooh, oh it's beautiful got a woodway curve in there uh the woodway curve's name is bianca total inside joke um kind of with the staff although i've been embarrassingly telling it there's not this is a small community who listens to the podcast so i'll tell you why the woodway curve's name is bianca right so I don't, I'm not one of those guys that names cars. Or, I mean, women do it too. I'm not one of those people that just names cars. Like I never named any of my other cars. I've had three. I've never named really things. It's not my thing. Well, this Woodway, I have wanted a Woodway curve since 2015 when I was at Exos. And Exos had a fleet of them. And I've wanted one ever since. I just never really... Decided it was a great financial investment here at the Wilkinsburg place, but at this place, it was. So I went and got this, and we're in the gym. I'm with, having a staff meeting. It's literally like last week from when I'm recording this. And I asked, I asked an intern, right, who's the most beautiful woman you know? He's like my girlfriend. I'm like smack on the forehead, of course. I asked one of the coaches, who's the most beautiful woman you know? She's like myself. Smack on the forehead again, of course. And, well, quite frankly, that would be weird to name the treadmill after her. <laughs> so, you know, I asked another coach. He didn't give me a great response. And then they're like, well, what about you? And I think about it. I decided on the name Bianca. I've met almost a half dozen Biancas in my life. Have I? Half dozen? I notably can think of four. And I think I've met more. And I've had a crush on all of them. Admittedly, one, maybe not so much, but the other three, for sure. Uh, since I was in high school, I met the first one in high school. I've had a crush on. Like, I feel like if you're, if a, any attractiveness is very subjective, but there are certain people that I feel like are universally, generally pretty attractive. That's my view. Doesn't have to be yours. And I feel like the name Bianca is always attached to somebody like that. 
Like, I've never met a Bianca that men were not flocking after. Anyways, so I decided that we're going to name the treadmill Bianca. <laughs> I hope that none of them, any Bianca that personally knows me, ever listened to this podcast. <laughs> So anyways, we got a woodway curve, we got sleds, we have um, little mini collapsible hurdles, we got plyo boxes, we have good fun. Oh, it's, it's gorgeous in there. So if you're following us, I'm at Coach Donald, under, Coach underscore Donald on Instagram. You can go on GH Performance. Actually, if you go on the website right now, I don't have new photos. So you need to go on my Instagram to see new photos of it or be on the newsletter because then on the newsletters, uh, with I, you know, I send out this actually podcast episode is going to be like its own newsletter. Um, yeah, I send out informational stuff, not just like updates. But I use photos and all of them of some recent training thing that may or may not relate to the article. So you'll see pictures of it through there. Anyways, speaking of the new gym, I'm not a coach who prides himself on making people throw up. It's never my thing. You know, it happens. Some. I feel like that's a new coach thing, like, oh, yeah, must workout's going to make you throw up. Tell me if you feel differently, but I feel like most human beings do not enjoy the feeling of throwing up. Like, it's not exactly something like, oh, my God, yes, I just threw up. Like, this feels great, right? You know, a good, a, a good use of the bathroom, you go number one, you go number two. Like, that usually feels pretty good. It's very relieving. There's nothing relieving about throwing up. Like... I mean, if you felt very uncomfortable, like with food poisoning, and then you got rid of it, you might feel better because you got rid of it. But, like, you don't feel better than your baseline of throwing up. When you go number one, you go number two. You're off your baseline, and doing that makes you feel like you're at baseline again. But when you throw up, you're not at baseline. You weren't before you threw up, and you weren't after you threw up. Well... Bianca claimed a victim yesterday. Kid came back from some series of traveling. Kid didn't eat for six hours. So, I mean, listen, I'm trying to take Bianca for a spin. So I had her get on the treadmill. We did some, like, intervals. They were, like, six-minute mile pace, just short 30-second runs. But she ain't been running a whole lot. Um, admittedly, in my own personal reflection, I could have probably not had her do that workout. But she didn't throw up on the treadmill. Thank goodness. She'd have had to clean that up. That would have been nasty. We were doing some sled work. We were doing some squats. We were doing some planks. And, like, during the one of the rounds of the sled, she's like, totally feel like I'm going to throw up. So she went and threw up. I'm like, are you dehydrated? She's like, I think I drank some water recently. Did you eat? I haven't eaten since 12 o'clock. At this point, it's like 630. Oh, you haven't eaten in six hours. Well, that explains a lot, and so it was a rough day for her. Earlier this summer, like a couple weeks ago at the track, I had a kid show up, you know, pretty disciplined kid, works hard, doesn't really complain. I had Coach Donald. I don't want to sound like I'm complaining. My head is, feels like it really hurts. You drink any water? I didn't drink any water today. What color was your pee? It was, like, yellow. Oh, and then the day before, she just drove, like, at least, I think it was somewhere north of five hours driving back to Pittsburgh. So that, I think it was like a Monday. I think that Sunday she was in a car for like at least five, six, seven hours and didn't drink any water on the road trip. Her mom came up to the track and was like, I told you to drink water. 
more water while we were driving back. So she, you know, and you know, hydration, well, you might not know this. Hydration is something that you need to start well before you're supposed to be hydrated. Hydration starts hours ago, a day ago. And so, yeah, she comes to the track. Boom, this little girl's about to pass out. We're running. I had to give her like an alternate workout because it was a bad day. Then today, well, after yesterday and then today, I had a kid at the track talk about, I went to running camp and I learned all of this about how bad I eat. And, yeah, we just had to have a conversation about this. So I was inspired to make this. Um, I like recording podcasts. I'm inspired. But I also just needed to, like, record them more often. So we are going to talk about, very briefly, bruh, unless you really like seeing what stomach digestive fluid looks like start eating and drinking before you work out it is okay to do some low intensity cardio early in the morning if you did not eat technically today i ran three miles but they were pretty we're not fast i ran about like nine minute ten minute mile pace i ran like three miles on empty stomach you cannot do sprints. You cannot lift intense weights. You cannot do that. You should not do that stuff on empty stomach. Why? So let's talk about this. We're going to talk about two things. Dehydration and not eating. The not eating part is actually a pretty much simpler one. They're all simple. When you have an empty stomach, your blood sugar is low. So when you eat food, especially carbohydrates, your body breaks them down in the stomach, and then the, carb, the carbs go through your bloodstream. They go to your, like your liver, they go to your muscles, and they just kind of flow around there until the cells absorb, and all the parts of your body absorb sugar. So sugar, like your body, runs on glucose. So, you know, all the cells absorb it for one purpose or another. Uh, well, really to power themselves. But at any rate, you know, it shuttles around. After a couple hours or so, your blood sugar goes down because all the sugar has been digested, Right. The issue with like diabetes um, and how you get like type two, you eat enough sugar, you eat a lot of sugar, and your body always has blood sugar rising. Uh, then the insulin kind of just stops working after a while. Insulin's what brings the sugar into the cell. That's a little tidbit. We're not going there because I'm not a diabetic doctor. So empty stomach, low blood sugar. Intense exercise requires high volumes of sugar. But there is none. That feeling of low blood sugar already can make you nauseated. Like just being on an empty stomach can make you nauseated. Having an empty stomach and then intense exercise, just like it, you know, you might as well just get on one of those little, um, the wheel of fortune thing at the playground. I don't know what it's called, but the little wheelie thing and you get a friend that just spins you around like crazy and then you feel horrible, that's pretty much what your body is going to be like when you start doing intense exercise on empty stomach. So low blood sugar makes you nauseated. Exercising on blood sugar basically just brings it to bear so you can physically see how nauseated you are. Moral of the story, eat food before you train. It doesn't have to be a lot. Like when Just having some blood sugar makes a difference. A single apple, a single piece of bread, a banana, a cliff bar, uh, some sort of, you know, I'd recommend not candy because the sugar can be very simple, but, and, you know, sometimes they, they extra, you know, what makes candy candy 
in regards to the processing sometimes can be annoying for your stomach depending on how sensitive it is but like apple like a piece of fruit piece of bread um you know something simple and granola you know can help you out a lot you only need one a single 60 calorie apple goes a long way now dehydration why does that make you throw up well dehydration is more than just not having enough water dehydration is also related to having a low electrolyte balance electrolytes what's that it sounds like electricity your body runs on electricity your nervous system is a bunch of electricity essentially but even like the actual cells right the cell walls they use electrolytes to control the pumps of the cells we're not going to get into all that but the cell walls require electrolytes to work and your muscles require electrolytes to work because your nerves send electrical signals to the muscles but if that is out of balance it's not very efficient you need minerals and salts you got things like so you know salt any sort of i forget what the chemical names are from called but like potassium chloride or sodium chloride these kind of things because those are the electrolytes <laughs> potassium chloride um you know chlor chlorine whatever you want to call it um sodium you know, there's more, but those are like the big three that are necessary to help make sure you don't like cramp up. But having a low balance of those causes a nauseated feeling in your body. I don't know why nausea is the preferred response, but it is great at telling you something's wrong, which is probably a big part of it. You need something dramatic enough to tell you that something's wrong, because if you don't do something about this, I'm going to die later right or be severely discomforted but so that is part of it thinking oh that is a big part of it now dehydration let's just talk a little bit more about that right now i'm thirsty you might even be able to tell in my voice my water is upstairs if you are thirsty you've already been dehydrated for quite some time you don't get thirsty before you get dehydrated Thirst is a response that happens after you've already been dehydrated for some time and your body's like, hey, bro, you, you, just didn't, you just didn't think about any water. You're not thinking about this whole body, right? You just don't care about your meat sack on top of bones. You don't care about us. All I got to say is that they don't really care about us. That's pretty much what your body is saying to your decision making, to not drink water. And so they sing that song by just making your tongue, your mouth dry and you get dehydrated can also lead to a headache. Your brain needs water. These responses come partially, I believe, just really to get your attention. And they just do things that are very annoying to get your attention, to get you to do something about it. Uh, it's like your kid or your partner nagging you, because, or you nagging your kid because they didn't do something. It's like your body's version of nagging you and getting your nerves. You didn't think about me. You don't care about me. You know, and so it gives you a headache. Or like how people do. So, you, if you have a headache, most headaches just in life are usually dehydration. Like migraines, and, you know, those are more intense. But if you have a headache, you probably just need to go drink some water. If you're hungry, sometimes you also just need to go drink some water. Hunger is actually a great way to kill. I'm sorry. Drinking water is a great way to kill hunger. Just a little tidbit in there. So, that's our podcast. I just wanted to do that. I need to go drink water. I'm supposed to go work out. 
And I'm actually nervous. What if I throw up? That would be embarrassing. I, I just recorded this podcast and just go to the workout and throw up. But empty stomach, not good. Low blood sugar, low blood sugar, call Earl. My old heads will catch that joke. Dehydration, low electrolyte balance. Also, other stuff gets messed up in your body if you don't have enough water in it. Throw up, call Earl. Okay, you don't want to wait till you're thirsty to drink water. Hydration, especially let's say leading up to an intense workout or like a competition, hydration starts the night before. Okay, your pee should always be clear. All right, so that's your podcast. Let me know what you learn. I'm going to host a sports nutrition seminar Monday night, August 22nd at 6 p.m. Over here at the new Global Human Performance at 6901 Linway, Pittsburgh, PA, 15208. All right. So look us up. Come through. I will put the sign-up links also in the description below so you can sign up to join. Um, we're going to do a presentation. It'll be you know, pretty in-depth, but nothing like, oh, my God, what is he talking about, right? Um, let's see, some new shout-outs. Shout-out to Coach Tony, our new full-time coach from New Caledonia, uh, French Polynesia, emphasis on the French. Um, cool, he's been awesome. He's been here for like a month, so that's great. And, you know, we have two new interns, Coach Sam, Coach Shy. They're awesome to have around, so you'll be seeing them. If you are looking for a training home and you're looking for elite training and you need – people who are going to hold you accountable to making sure that you're drinking water, right, and not passing out, um, but to do your whole athletic performance from strength conditioning to speed work to your athletic performance work, come holler at us. Set up a success strategy meeting. We got you. Our goal is to help you get through three main things. Most of the people that come to us have three main battles. They're hurt and they're trying to get through an injury or a nagging problem. They just don't know how to train, right? We get a lot of talented athletes and just, you know, adults who just be out and about willy-nilly working out, but they don't really know how to train. And so we're often people's first time doing personal training or first time learning at a gym. So we're going to teach you how to gym right. And then the third thing is they're just stagnant, right? They're just doing stuff, but they're not getting anywhere. So we help you go somewhere. So those are our three things. If that sounds like you, give me a hoot and a holler. Let's get you rocking and rolling, baby. All right. This has been fun. Catch you on the next time. Like sure you like subscribe and share the podcast holla